0: You
1: are At The Net. And welcome, friends, to another episode of the At The Net podcast, powered by TexMex Productions. Working the soundboards in the back of the house are our producers, d and Dave The Brain. Time to say hello to your hosts, Craig Bell and AJ Shabria, as they're about to take us through three sets of tennis, talking life, and all the news, as it seems, to them. Ladies and gentlemen, Craig
2: Bell. Thanks to our At The Net podcast, girl, for that fabulous introduction. And welcome, fans, to The Great Game. You are listening to Season 1, Episode 25, 25. of At The Net podcast with AJC. Is that you, That's Adrian Chaverin? You bet. Yeah. And me, CB1. Craig Bell. All right. We are talking the great game of tennis as it seems, seems to us. Thanks go out to our good amigos at TexMex Productions. That would be Darian D-Mac McBrayer and Dave the Brain DeLeo from Back of the House. We're on the soundboards, moving the dials and buttons to make it sound like real people. We're real people, are tonight? Aren't we? We are real, and we're here, and we're happy to be here. Thank yep. you. Also, be sure to check out our good work on SoundCloud, Fireside, Spotify, iTunes, Instagram, Facebook, Twitch, YouTube—all the important communication sites that you kids find popular. If you're a female, sorry guys, would like to read the opening for intro for Athenet At podcast and be an Atthenet girl. Let us know, as we are always looking for new female voices to do the intro, even in a foreign language.
0: language. yes.
2: Right, AJC? We've had a few. German, Czech, Spanish. We've had quite a few. Quite quite a few. Well, We, yeah. we have a fabulous guest tonight, a female guest from yeah. uh, the St. Louis area. The Lou. Yeah. Up in the uh, Missouri area. We have Rachel Stolman. Uh, Rachel, how are you doing this evening?
1: Hi, guys. Yeah, thanks for having me on. I'm excited to be on the show. Well,
2: we, we, we are glad to have you. Happy holidays. Did you do anything special this uh, Christmas season, or did you just kind of stay around the house?
1: Yeah, I just stayed around St. Louis. My whole family came in town, so it was just a really nice kind of a time with the
2: family. Oh, great. Yeah. Yeah. Any, mm-hmm. any big presents or anything? Are you going to gonna be skiing? No.
1: Yeah, I've been asked that question a lot this year. I didn't really get um, like anything huge. I did get a nice um, weighted blanket, which
2: I really like.
0: Oh, so uh, I've never met anybody who doesn't love one of those. A weighted blanket.
2: Yeah. We, we don't need those down in Dallas. I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> probably didn't come into any but up in Missouri, I
0: <laughs> yeah, you get real cold up there.
1: Yes, we do. It, it. We get all four seasons here in St. Louis, which is nice. But. Yeah. Um, you know, it was weird this Christmas. It was in, like, the 60s, so that it didn't really feel like Christmas here.
2: Oh, I was going <laughs> to ask you if there's any snow on the ground. There's no snow on the ground in the St. Louis? No,
1: there was two weeks ago. If you would have came here two weeks ago, yeah. there was about three
2: to five inches. Really? Wow. That's a really I think cool. I'll stay down here. I, I've had enough of winter time. I'm, I'm a summer guy, so I'll, I'll leave it there. <laughs> but, uh, hey, thanks again once again for joining us tonight. Yeah. Uh, Rachel, uh, just a little background on her, is from Missouri, from the St. Louis area. Uh, born and raised in St. Louis, would you say?
1: Yes, mm-hmm. born and raised
2: here. Right, and then uh, uh, played some junior tennis growing up. Uh, Missouri Valley section. Yeah, the Missouri the Valley. Won a state title in high school in Missouri. Uh, played a little college ball at the University of Missouri, the Tigers, right?
1: Yep, played there. I had two years in the Big 12, two years in the SEC because of the conference switch um, yeah. mid-my college career, and so that was a good experience.
2: Yeah, I imagine so. Because it would be kind of interesting. We're, we'll get to that question here. We will. On yeah, the that's one of our, yeah. yeah. We, we want to ask about, about the difference between the two conferences. But also, uh, did, did you ever try the Pro Tour? It seemed like you played a couple. Um, of-
1: I played a couple tournaments, um, but I did not pursue a professional career. Okay.
0: You did uh, come down. You've got a little Texas tie, right? You came down to New Braunfels and spent some time <laughs> at Newcomb's Ranch, right?
1: I did, yeah. When I was a junior in high school, um, I went to Nukes Tennis Academy and played for a year and trained there. And then I went back to St. Louis, graduated a semester early on from my, from, uh, my senior year, and then I just trained full-time at Nukes. So I went down there second semester. So I was there
0: about a year and a half. Smart kid, huh? Yeah, that's great. Did
2: you play for the high school, New Braunfels Unicorns?
1: No, I did not. <laughs> <Okay>.
0: <laughs> it wasn't a unicorn.
2: Usually they tried to... Uh unseat uh, Highland Park at about that time. I think that they, they, they had a, a big rivalry going on with Highland Definitely. Park High School. That is really? About, yeah, they've won about 18 of 20 years. I think the Unicorns took them down a couple year, of times. That was one year, yeah. They snuck no. them in uh, a couple of kids. I didn't know if that was, was your year. Also, something kind of interesting, you're one of uh, three kids, right? Uh, triplets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a triplet.
1: You know, it's really, really fun. It's the three of us—my brother, sister, and myself—and then we have a little sister as well,
2: good.
1: who's Are you... 22, and um, and she played at Fairfield University. Oh, good. So yeah. it's been—it's been really fun growing up with triplets. We're the three most different people you could possibly make triplets, but really? we're, yeah, we're best friends though, so it's fun.
2: Did, did, uh, so tell us about your start in the, in the great game, as we, as we call it. So you were early, uh, you know, bloomer, maybe five, six years of age, you know, going out there and, and knocking the ball around. Or when did you get started?
1: Yeah. So when when my triplets, when we were in kindergarten, um, our parents told us to pick a sport different from each other so we wouldn't be competing. Uh-huh. And my sister did. Like swimming, and my brother did ice hockey, and I don't know why I picked tennis because my neither of my parents played, and I'm not quite sure how I saw um you know things about the sport, but I picked it, and it kind of stuck ever since. I had a really good childhood coach who kind of he saw me playing once when I was really little, like six or so, and he was like, "Can I coach her?" and he kind of guided me in the right direction with it to take it to a um, higher level.
2: Who who was your coach at the time? If you want to give a shout out to yeah, somebody yeah, up here in the Missouri to area, Craig
1: Sand Craig Sandvig, he's the best. He just was um, inducted into the Missouri Valley Tennis Hall of Fame a
2: couple weekends ago. That's a so, good name drop. Yeah, that guys, sounds yeah. like you, Craig. Anybody named Craig? Oh wow, yeah, my, definitely. Say anybody named Craig? You know, it's got to be outstanding <laughs> in a Hall of Fame. It must, it must be Craig Sandig. <laughs> Craig, Craig Standage, Did you say Craig Sandig? Yeah. Craig. Yeah. Sandvig. Oh, Stanley. Yeah. Okay, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. uh, yeah do you you still train with Craig you know I heard you were out playing today
1: no I I don't I haven't um trained it's actually funny because last year I was offered a wild card into this lower tier tournament in Italy Uh in or I'm sorry it was this year it was in February they offered me a wild card into their tournament it's the only grass court facility in Italy and uh and so I was actually back to training um, a lot and spending time back on court, getting in shape and stuff, ready to play this tournament. And it just kind of fell through that um, everything didn't really add up like I wanted it to, and so I didn't go get to go and play. But hopefully, this coming year we can work something out and maybe I will actually compete some again.
0: Hope you do. Well, You've and- got a great game. We enjoyed seeing the videos.
2: <laughs> yeah, grass. Uh, uh, last- yeah. Grass court event in
1: Italy. I didn't have too many videos to send, but um, I figured those would do. Yeah. Those are
2: excellent. Yeah, yeah. You get the ball really well. You've spent some time on the court. Uh-huh. Just, just real quick, I'm just curious about where that grass court event was in Italy. I'm trying to think about. Um, you got my mind thinking it, here. It was. It's called Gable Dunn. Hmm. That's the um, tournament's name. I, I don't know if
1: the place is called Gable or what, but, um, yeah, it was. It. it I saw pictures of it. It looked beautiful. Yeah, Gabledon, It was Yeah, a little bit. I think a forty-five mile drive from the, um, from like one of the main cities in Italy. So it wasn't quite like right in the, you know, middle of everything right. of all the fun stuff. In Italy, little bit, it was just like a really nice place. So
2: that sounds like it. Any name Gabledon That's kind of yeah. like Wimbledon, kind of uh, oh, a yeah, yeah. probably yeah. probably pretty mm. pretty uh, Tony for the Italians. Oh, yeah. sure. So so moving oh, on yeah. to uh, like your your high school career you know you played some tennis there in, in the valley and, and did really well nationally uh, you had some options I guess as a uh, senior coming out of high school to go to some different places uh, how come you chose Missouri what, what was your uh,
1: right th- yeah it's funny because I almost chose LSU I went I had official visits oh. set up to a few different colleges in LSU and uh, Colorado it was all over the place. Right? Like I was literally like not even in one section. I was just in any section. It was Penn State, Texas Tech. <clears throat> Excuse me, um, UNC Wilmington. Um, but when I went on my official visit to LSU, I just loved it. Um, but it just didn't feel like home. And I'm kind of a homebody. And uh, went up to Mizzou, and it just kind of felt right. My, you know, my mom went there. A couple aunts and uncles went there. Cousins. Um, so I just kind of like that. And Close to home, not too close, but close to home. Um, so it was just a really good fit, and I'm happy that I got the chance to play there.
0: Oh, that's great. And uh, how far from St. Louis is Columbia? About two or three hours?
1: It's, no, it's actually like an hour and a half or hour and 45 minutes. It's
2: quick. It's very quick, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's a e- very, very easy drive.
2: Not not too close, to, but yet not too far away. Uh-huh.
1: Exactly. It's the perfect
2: distance. Right. <laughs> Yeah, so you could have been another Tiger and uh, yeah. watching your LSU Tigers in the national <laughs> title game, right? Right now. Yeah. I know. I can't help but cheer for them right now. I still
1: love the school. <laughs> oh, that's true. <great. laughs> but it was funny because, like, I'll tell people um, about my visit there. Like, you know how they take you out and stuff. And they took me to a football game, and LSU was playing Florida, and that was when Tim Tebow is quarterback for oh, yeah, Florida. Florida. Like,
2: this is how old I am. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Who the hell
0: we are? Come on, <laughs> mid twenties, and in our case, double that, right. <laughs> maybe
2: more in your case, TB. <laughs> 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 I'm hip though. You are. You're pretty young, man. But it did uh, so? You got to see what is that Death Valley? I guess that they call the the football stadium. About a hundred thousand rabid fans of. Uh, the LSU faithful flock into the stadium. I heard that's quite a tailgate. Did you you didn't go to any parties or anything, did you? I'm sure you didn't. Um
0: at LSU? Yeah, yes.
2: yeah.
1: Oh yeah. That was like oh. the first time I ever went out.
0: <laughs>
2: it's it's <laughs> part of the recruiting trip, right? Right.
0: Right, part of the
1: recruiting. <laughs> and actually there's actually a couple of players on the floor that were there for my recruiting trip. Um <laughs> like who I'll, who I've interviewed recently. So it's pretty funny to feel like, oh, yeah, when I was
2: in my and now you're on tour winning yeah. and it's fun. Yeah, wow, that's great. So at Missouri you had a pretty successful career it looks like. Tell us now we'll get to that question about playing in the Big Twelve versus playing in the you know, the SEC. Um you know what, do you find it different? You know the the style of play because I mean you've got some really nice players in the in the Big Twelve and the SEC. I I would say is typically pound for pound probably the the hardest conference to, to play through in in any sport basically. Yeah,
0: take us through yeah. your opinions and some of the differences uh, in the in the two schedules.
2: You know I would definitely
1: agree with the SEC being a stronger conference. Um, Big Twelve I had a lot more success in. You know still a strong conference. I would say the top. You know, one or two players on each team is is someone very very good. SEC top three or four lineup, everyone's really good. So it it was definitely um, an eye opener to mm. change those conferences. Um, SEC, you guys were talking about kind of schedule too. Yeah. We my first year in the SEC, we took a bus everywhere, and, and Missouri, like that's pretty far from the southern.
0: Yeah, especially to get down to Florida or Georgia right. or Alabama.
1: Yeah, so we, we took one of those buses that had the uh, all the bunk beds in them. So we uh-huh. all had our own bunk bed and, and couches and stuff, which was fun. I mean, I definitely enjoyed that experience because it was, it was fun um, to be on the road with the teammates and stuff. Um, but it was also very tiring um, playing those Friday and Sunday matches every weekend um, in those uh, – you know southern schools it was uh i would say sec is probably the closest um there is to a professional you know tennis level level i right. would say that like at least the one or two on each team is could play professional at least number one on each team looks play professionally
0: you uh, speaking SEC. speaking of sec and and pretty much pro level you enjoyed some pro level coverage once when ESPN College Game Day covered your match with Georgia. Take us through that one a little bit.
1: That was literally, like, one of the coolest moments of my life. Really? uh, Yeah, when asked, like, what my two, or what my top college experience, it's always at Georgia. Had the biggest one in my career, and then I also, we got the College Game Day. So that was the very first year that they had College game Game Day for tennis, and they, well, uh, they picked 10 matches to feature, and coaches had to, like, submit in um, what match they wanted or whatever, and luckily, um, our coach submitted, and, and we were chosen, our Georgia-Mizzou match was chosen um, to be featured on ESPN, you know, I think ESPN3, but uh-huh. that's still a big deal for a college tennis female match, that's so um, oh, yeah. we, were, we were all so excited. It was so fun, like, they had the big bus when we got there, they had all these media, um, and then, like, this dance, there was probably, I think they, I think it was around, like, 600 or so, which is also a good turnout for a tennis match.
2: That's more so, than double uh, anything, was, uh, yeah. normal. Was that in Athens Did you played that match? In Athens? Yes, that yeah. was in Athens. Okay. Yeah, they get pretty rabid there. I've heard that, uh, the fans, uh, can, uh, say a few things that, uh, the opposition that's not yeah. really, uh. Nice. Not that Georgia isn't a nice place, but I know Athens can be, yeah. be a tough place. So that would be fun to play in that kind of environment. And that match was that indoors or outside? That was outside. Yep,
0: I was on that top bank of course outside. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, Henry nice. C. Field yes. Stadium, Stadium with the uh, the College Hall of Fame down in the underneath the seat right. with the great yeah. Dan McGill.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. amazing yep. school. I, great.
1: I promise. Like Atlanta's always been a special city to me for that reason. Yeah. Just yeah. because I had a, my biggest win there, and because of that ESPN experience. Um, I remember going through that hall of fame and just being inspired. And maybe that kind of is one of the reasons why I had some success there.
0: Yeah. What what were some of the names that made you kind of choke up a little bit when you saw them?
1: (laughs) Well, of course it's cool to see Isner like, you know, there's not too many, um, too many college players that have huge, huge success on tour like Isner. I would say he's probably the biggest, um, Success. Kevin
0: Anderson is up there too, but right, um, Illinois. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: so it was. It's just cool to. It was cool to see that. I remember being pretty
0: inspired. Craig, you can feel that she's half our age. My yep. answer for that same question, <laughs> walking through that same hallway, yep. was John Sadry and John McEnroe, right, right, in 1977. And here's this girl talking about Isner. I love it. Anderson,
2: yeah, Manny Diaz, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, was the coach right, right after
0: I was there. Yeah, Dan McGill, was Dan the McGill, coach. he was he
2: was the main guy. Yeah. It really kind of started Georgia. That's right. Uh, started back a long time ago, Rachel. Sorry, I hate yeah. to say I'm an old timer. He's uh, even older than I am, Rachel. Right. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. I
1: like hearing about it. That's so cool. Oh, oh yeah, it's
2: great. Yeah. yeah. But uh, what was the most challenging aspect? You know, if you're thinking about your days back in college, you know, there's trying to study, trying to be an athlete, trying to. Be a, just a regular person around yeah, the campus. Yeah, balancing all Bal- those. Yeah. What, what was
1: that like? Yeah. You know, being a college athlete, it teaches you time management, mm. uh, especially at D1 College Athlete. I think that, you know, it's a full-time job. I've talked about it um, on air here in St. Louis a couple weeks ago. It's like you're up at 5 a.m., you're working out, going to class, then you're doing tutoring, you're doing practice, weight training. Yeah. You know how it goes in, in the college um, – athlete life I would say my most challenging part was making sure that I stayed on top of grades I I would always say I would always joke and say I'm an athlete student Uh-oh. but at the end of the day like looking back at it like you know it you, you do want to take your studying seriously you do want to um make sure that you are taking advantage of the tutors and mentors that they supply for you at these big universities and um and so that was definitely challenging but luckily I had um, a great like, system at Mizzou with tutors and, and people that were always wanting to help with the class part.
2: Okay. So, so you didn't take, take advantage of any of the football or basketball games or anything like that? You just went oh, no, actually training? You know, <laughs> That's
1: one of the things that I'm always pretty happy of that I did do was any kind of opportunity I could do anything kind of fun at Mizzou, I would always make sure that I did it. Like, I would go to as many <laughs> football games as I could, basketball games. Um, any kind of
2: events like that. Yeah, you got to live your life. That's, I'm trying that's... to think Missouri was pretty good at football around that time, or maybe they were. And then basketball, they were really good as well. It seemed mm-hmm. like that. Uh, Norm Stewart wasn't there running the, 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 the yeah. uh, dials, but uh, I know who Norm Stewart is. Yeah. And, uh, Coach Norm. I
1: know. Okay. He was way before. No. He, <laughs> I'm watching <it>.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, were, were you there when Phil Pressey played? He's uh, he yes, I, did I know thought Phil. you were similar age. Phil Pressey went. He's from Dallas, and yes. he went to the yeah, same. He, is. he went to the same high school my son goes to. Oh, really? So we're always supporting that team. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. Always. That's awesome.
1: I wonder where he is now. I think I wonder if
0: he in, he's playing. Is he in Boston for the, for yes. the Celtics? Yes. yes I, I think, think that's
2: it. Cool. Yeah. Oh, cool. that's awesome. Yeah. Really big, cool. Big time NBA player, yeah. Well, I'll tell you how old I am. We we played Missouri when the Missouri had a men's team back back in Phoenix, Arizona. That's back in the day. Uh, Yeah, uh, yeah, a long time ago. They they disbanded the program (laughs) after that. That's so cool. That's really cool. Did you travel to Missou? No, they were in Arizona. We were down in Phoenix. I was playing college tennis from in Utah, and then they we, they were just down in Phoenix, and we played them in about 1983, 84, something yep. in that time frame. Because I think they cut it in 85 right About so. that time, yeah. They're, they're, yeah, it was a good program. I mean, there there's some – I'm from the Missouri Valley. I know several people from – Really? Uh, I'm from Oklahoma what? City. Oklahoma. I'm oh, I'm, I'm cool. an Oakland. So I, I've traveled up to your fair city a few times, yeah. to St. Joe, Missouri, and, you know, Springfield, all the big towns around uh, the Missouri area. It, but uh, hey, one other question. Yes. Would you advise? What do you think about people playing college tennis versus pro tennis? Uh, I want to get your thoughts on on yeah. that. What do you think should be, people should do? Kids should do. You
1: yeah. know, yeah. You know, I do. I like how college tennis is becoming utilized more um, for kids as a stepping stone to go to the pros. <clears throat> Excuse me. For a lot of pe- for a lot of kids, it's a way for them to receive um, a free education and free coaching, um, this is obviously with a full ride, free coaching, free equipment, um, also the ability to play very, very high-level tennis right. and get great enough to you know, take that next step, which would be to go pro. And we see that now on tour, how players are playing deep into their 30s. There's really not that rush to get on tour from a young age anymore. So I, I am liking the idea of, players at least getting, you know, one or two years of college experience, getting that kind of um, social aspect of life, being around different people and stuff, instead of just being kind of, you know, in that training world from a young age, but right. just kind of seeing other stuff and training, and then taking their time to get on tour. I, I like that.
0: Yeah, Good and uh, yeah, we like that answer, yeah, and, and we see that trend, too. Yeah, on the men's side, that's, that's neat. Speaking of the men's yeah. side, and Craig mentioned Missouri Valley uh, section of the of the USGA. Uh, Jack Sock has got to be roughly your age. You ever run into him or play any mix with him?
2: Yeah. Um, I knew. Yeah. Now, there we go. <laughs> knew. Hey, we, we, we can put two and two together. We're pretty good at adding. Yeah. Tell <laughs> us about tell us about Jack at the yeah. time. He's the Kansas boy, I believe. Yeah.
1: So Jack was at, Jack's actually a, a pretty close friend of mine. That's um, oh, cool. He. Yeah, we had the same coach. I told you about my childhood coach, but my high school coach, um, who I hit with and trained with in high school, his name's Troy Bray. He uh, was also Jack's coach. Oh,
2: interesting.
1: Yeah, so we became friends kind of through him and just playing all those Missouri Valley tournaments together. He's kind of uh, the pride of the Missouri Valley. Everyone's pretty proud that he came from our section and is being so successful on tour. Also a good friend of mine is um, Jackson Withrow.
0: Oh, Withrow oh, right. was just here. Yeah. He's from Omaha, yeah. Yeah,
1: he's such such a good guy. The three of us all pretty much grew up together playing tennis. And so uh, it was fun to kind of see both of them at the U.S. Open. And, yeah. And, um, and, yeah, they're both doing amazing. So it's, it's, it's really good to see that success.
0: They really are. And um, when Troy coached Jack, uh, obviously Jack has, like you said, reached dizzying heights, top eight in the world. Um, year-end championships, won Paris Masters, and probably you could argue that he's one of the better doubles players in the world. Um, did you learn that doubles prowess from Troy, or did you pick it up more in college? <laughs> um,
1: you know what? I, I became a better doubles player in college. You and did. I was lucky enough to have a pretty amazing partner. Actually, she's the niece of Lindsay Davenport. Wow. And, uh, so we became very close friends. She's still one of my best friends today. Yeah. Uh, and you know, we, we just were a good fit with each other. So that she definitely helped me become a better doubles player um, just with kind of how she played. So it was, it was a really good kind of a dynamic.
0: And uh, did you ever say uh, to your partner, let's go see if we can return your aunt's serve?
1: <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, no. <laughs>
0: like, no, like, we never
1: said that. But, um, you know, we had some pretty competitive matches in college and, me- and memories that i uh, I'll never forget. So. Yeah,
0: that's awesome to have a partner whose aunt is six foot three and can bring hundred and thirty <laughs> miles an hour. Uh yeah. You know? That's that's not bad. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> that, gets, that probably gets a little scary. So cool, yeah. Right. Yeah. I didn't realize she was six three. Well, I mean, you know, you know how uh, maybe she's listed as six three, but she she might be six two point five or something. <laughs> but very tall gal, yeah. Right.
1: My yeah. roster, it says I'm six feet, but I'm really, like, 5'11 and a half. But if I say that, everyone's like, stop, you're
0: six feet. Yeah, I'm you just
1: say, okay, fine, I'm
0: six feet. <laughs> you, you're definitely tall gal, yeah. Well, um yeah. let's switch over and talk career for a moment. You work with Courtly. You do broadcasting and writing. Tell us how you transitioned from um, from college and tennis to the working world.
1: Yeah, so... I have a unique um, career path where yeah. I, it took me, I guess, a year, a couple years to kind of figure out where I really kind of fit in the tennis industry. I wanted to play professional my whole life. Um, and when I kind of decided not to after college, yeah. I had to decide which job I was going to take that was, you know, going to, I guess, benefit me the most. And at that time, it was this job at a very 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 nice like platinum country club in sun valley idaho, idaho. And, sure. yeah i'm not i'm not really an outdoors girl i like the city and i like that so it was definitely That's a cool switch button, for yeah. me um but one of the best kind of experiences of my life i spent 10 months out there met some great people um some really great connects and it it was a great experience and uh, after that i kind of realized that coaching full-time wasn't really my thing, and that um, I kind of always had these ideas around the game that were in my mind, and I wanted to just maybe try and start to express them. I I never really wrote before. Mm. Um, I actually won, this is kind of what I used to justify my writing skills. I was like, okay, when I was 12, I won this national essay contest, the Arthur Ashe essay contest. Wow. NJTL one, right? and so, yeah, so the national, essay, I won that when I was so young, I'm like, okay, I, I have writing in me, I can do it, and so, so, uh, but that was, a, that's a whole different topic, that was a really good experience in, in New York, I met Mrs. Ash and all that, so that was really cool, uh, but, Jeannie uh,
0: Musatami-Ash, she's a legend, yeah.
1: Oh my gosh, right, so <laughs> that was, uh, that was really cool, but, um, so I decided to start writing, and I just kind of, I hired a website designer, and I you know, wrote, wrote about some topics that I felt were different um, around the game and, and I got really great responses I started kind of growing a brand for myself uh, mm-hmm. just around tennis I, I filmed some tennis workout videos um, kind of unique ones just specific to the sport and getting in shape, uh, in court shape which was cool um, and then I was approached in what, I guess a couple years ago, by Courtly, um, and they are a tennis software company, right. and they wanted me to spearhead their tennis content show, and so that show was was called the Toss Up, yeah. and we traveled to different tournaments, and I would interview professional tennis players, I would interview their coaches, entertainers around the sports, just kind of asking them different questions than the average. How'd you play today? Question more like what's on your playlist or what you know inspires you or what you know just different kind of a thing, um, and that was also pretty fun. And, and doing that made me realize I, I actually do love kind of the media side and nice. want to kind of get into that and continue to just kind of say yes to different opportunities. And it's been really really fun. I never kind of had like an easy path to kind of do what I've been doing, but just kind of sticking with it and just saying yes to different opportunities. It has been a really, really cool kind of path for me.
0: Well, congrats on that. And speaking of uh, writing and Sun Valley, you mentioned you met some interesting people. Um, Did you run into our friend of the show, uh, Mats Vilander, up in Sun Valley?
1: Yes, of course, (laughs) Matt. Yes. it It was so crazy because, like, I remember I had just gotten there, and a couple of days into uh, me being there, they uh-huh. were like, have you ever heard of this guy? And, like, I was like, no, I haven't heard of him. <laughs> and then uh, they said, "They said look him up, look him up. So I looked him up. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Like, I'm He's pretty good. Saying, he lives here in Sun Valley. Legend. And they were like, yeah. Yeah. And so I actually um, coached his wife, I think Sophia, uh-huh. and then his three sons, like Eric and then I can't remember the other two, but fantastic and I loved his wife and he's just the nicest guy. He so is. humble. He's amazing. Talks to everyone. He wow. was a cool guy.
0: And he's won seven slams and yes. then a couple of right. Wimbledon doubles too. I
1: felt bad for like not really knowing who it was, but but I,
2: <laughs> I I did after that. So. He, he let you he let you he didn't want to coach his his own family, his, his own, own wife, huh? Right?
1: <laughs> I know. I don't think that I don't think they really were uh, that was their kind of path for them was the competitive tennis. Compatible. But I would watch him play. He would yeah. uh, he would actually train this this kid. He would fly out there just to get like a week of playing time with Matt. And it was the kid like seeing him hit with him. He was so good. Matt's his footwork was insane. Like he's just so smooth. He's still in really really great
0: yeah, shape. Yeah, even like, at
2: age fifty three or whatever he is,
1: really good
0: player.
2: Yeah, yeah. The- were you all were you playing indoors at the time were you there in the winter time or were you mostly in the summertime
1: yeah i was actually there um in, through that entire winter season they put winter. up a bubble over the outdoor courts so it you know it takes a couple of days but they put uh the bubble over the courts put the air in it and then it's ready to go for the winter season
2: did you like and, did you like playing at high altitude in cold weather
1: yeah actually i'm so like you guys love this summer it's so odd but i love cold
2: weather That's you, you really favorite. like it wow
1: yeah, so and I didn't not mind the cold weather. There was about two feet of snow on the ground for probably I would say like
0: three months at least. Yeah, so that was fun. Staying in Sun Valley for a moment and talking on the not the tennis but the writing side, um, Ernest Hemingway.
2: Yep, uh, is right. a big presence yeah. up there. We dig deep. Yeah,
0: you know
1: a lot about this
2: place. We, we dig deep, Rachel. We're not just a <laughs> couple of uh, tennis schmucks, you know. <laughs> We ask interesting questions sometimes. Why, you know? not? Why, Why not?
0: not? Why not? <laughs> I mean, Why we, not? We actually get mad when uh, football coaches and tennis players are asked boring questions, and they provide in return, boring answers. So yep. that's one of our... We're not doing it because we have a nice guest today, you, but when when it's just us on the show, yep. we have this segment at the end called uh, Get Off My mm-hmm. Lawn, where yep. we are old guys and we rant about something that we want off our lawn. This won't be that show, but tell us a little bit about yep. Ernest Hemingway's presence up there and any inspiration uh, <laughs> in your writing. You know what? There
1: wasn't too much um, going on. Like I guess anything really... Saying that he was a big part of the community At least that I could see um, So not too much Didn't get too much inspiration from him um, But No, my I remember one of my friends Who plays tennis uh-huh. here in St. Louis He actually uh, plays violin In the St. Louis Symphony And travels to different places He played in Sun Valley Symphony And I remember him telling me About Ernest Hemingway And he gave me one of the uh, books
0: which one is it? What's his, what's his favorite one? Clearly. The Old Man and the Sea. The old Man and the Sea. The in the that's, sea. The one, yes. that's the one, yes. I, I still need to read that one. That? I mean,
2: there's so many, but that's that's yeah. the signature. Uh, that's the biggie, yeah. Gig, yeah. He, he liked Cuba, yeah. and he also liked uh, Sun Valley. Yeah. I, I just remember that from... Uh, that is so funny. Yeah. I mean,
1: it, it, it really is. It's this hidden, like, gem. Like, it's very hard to get to, so yeah. it, it's not like an average place that anyone can go to. Um, but
0: it's like celebrities have their third or home, fourth homes out there. You're, you're, uh, you're describing Sun Valley, but you could also be describing the place where I envision CB retiring is Key West. Key West, Lola, Also yes, yeah. a big presence oh, yeah. with Papa Hemingway. I'm Beach. Yeah. Right, we'll, we'll get to that
2: question here we'll get
0: to We'll get to pop culture. Yeah. Like you do sometimes in the toss-up, we're going to get to some non-tennis stuff in yeah. a bit.
2: Yeah. Craig, what's Love next? It. Yeah. Uh, well, thinking about, as we... I want to go back to your business world. Yeah, I'm kind please. of thinking about your your business mind. You know, kind of, you know, tell the audience kind of what what you're up to today, what your what your plans are, what your future plans are. Because I, I find it kind of interesting that uh, did you get a journalism degree at Missouri? Because I know that's an unbelievable yeah, number one job.
1: Yeah, it's literally the best broadcast um, school in in the nation for you for anyone to attend. And I did not, actually. Oh, I uh, really? I did um, sports management. Sports management, okay. Yeah, I, I kind of wish I would have done the journals, but like I said, I had no idea that this is kind of what I wanted to do. So, so where,
2: do you see, where do you see yourself like maybe next year, five yeah. years, ten years? Cause, I gee, know,
1: right? Yeah. Uh, I, I truly still, I've been asked that question a couple times this year, and I, it's hard for me to answer. Uh, all I hope is that I'm pretty happy and, um, you know, maybe settle down a little bit more. I do... Uh, like kind of the path that I'm on with the writing I you know since writing these articles a, a pretty big success for me this year has been uh, mm-hmm. I've been starting to contribute for tennis. com and baseline tennis. com so I've been writing articles for them and that's been really really cool um, so I would like to still continue with that I've been kind of in the um, talks with a, a new tennis media group which would be, kind of a dream job uh where i where i kind of be working for them and and doing a little bit more on the kind of broadcasting uh media side can, can so, you
2: can you share a little bit more about that i mean would you be <laughs> not, yeah.
1: not quite
2: either.
0: okay yeah. that's okay yeah. all
2: right <laughs> so I maybe some <laughs> of the people would enjoy kind of following you you know obviously you've got a great instagram presence and yeah. and some facebook but uh, uh if something that we could help you kind of you know uh, with some more people in our in our world. Terms, yeah, and,
0: and, you know, once you're a friend of the show, you always are, so feel free to uh, link us when that happens or even don't wait yeah. and link us to uh, some of your current articles and we'll put it out to our people. Yeah, yeah, oh, that, sure. yeah that's
1: really nice, you guys. Happy and, to. And same with you guys. Um, I think it's really cool what you guys are doing with the podcast and there isn't too much, I feel like, around the sport like this. So I think that that's pretty awesome that you guys are bringing we, some positive attention to
0: yeah. our sport. We certainly enjoy it, and we do joke that there's plenty of dry, uh, result-oriented stuff. There's plenty about uh, men's or women's tennis, but we try to mix it up and talk a little bit about everything, whether it's pro tennis, intriguing guests like you, or uh, the politics of tennis, or really just the fun stuff, too.
1: Yeah, it's kind of cool to see all different sides of the sport, Yeah, Uh, and that's kind of what isn't talked about as much, so it's, it's cool that you guys are doing that.
0: Thank
2: you. Thanks. What? What? what uh, we noticed also too that you do do some fitness. Are you a certified fitness trainer? Did what? What? What do you do in the fitness world? Um.
1: Well, I uh, I used to personal train for a good three years. Um. I personal trained. I do love working out. I love fitness. It's something I always love because in my game, um, I always say I wasn't born athletic. Um. In that, I kind of I was born with height, but I wasn't born super athletic. I I had to work really really hard to get to the level of athleticism athleticism that I achieved, and that took a lot of off-court work, so a lot of time in the gym, a lot of extra time, you know, um, trying to get fit and uh, working out off the court. So, I love fitness. It's a big part of me. Um, I like kind of the tennis, fitness aspect. Um, I am working, actually this is something else pretty cool I'm doing, is I'm working with cardio tennis who was just Kind of signed over to USTA, so I'm on their kind of board for um, them, and they're doing some pretty big things this coming year, um, coming up. So you guys can kind of watch for that too. Um, we will. So that, yeah, so that's something cool. But I made all those kind of videos, and people were way more receptive than I thought. I
0: love um, it. I love about it. That. So that, you, you so can, that's you kind of my be...
1: Don't I really don't do too much with fitness right now but um i might kind of you'll get back into it and maybe share some more
2: things that i know so with cardio test let me let me follow up with this are, are you going to be mm-hmm. doing some videos or are you going to be doing the the, the training of it or uh, yeah you...
1: so we're we're kind of like it's it's kind of in that re uh i don't know how you would say it, like rebranding maybe rebranding rebranding that's a perfect word that's what they're kind of doing with it and when uh actually a great guy michael harper when he was um he had just been hired to, I guess, run the whole cardio Tennis. He called me and he said, "You're my first round draft pick. I would really like um, for you to help me, kind of, with what you see. Maybe you can help brand with branding. Maybe you can help with influencing. Yeah. Also, just kind of educating people on it." So we've been working together. I'll probably be going. Actually, I'm going to Orlando in about a month for another meeting with them. But they're doing some. I really, really like kind of where. They're headed with it, and I think it's going to be a lot bigger than what it kind of has been so far. It's, it's been a great program, but I feel like it's just kind of not as many people know about it um, that could know. So just kind of getting a little bit more, um, I guess, putting it out there more.
0: That's great. That's great. Yeah. Um, speaking of big picture and putting it out there, you mentioned USDA down in Lake Nona. Um, U.S. women's tennis is awfully strong these days. What can our men do to do just as well again? I
1: know. I know. It's, it's a mystery. Like, yeah. why hasn't the U.S. men really done so much, um, I guess, in these past few years? I'm not sure. I know that there's a lot of um, talent, up and coming talent. And, you know, I always I really like uh, Franklin Tiafo, and I think there are some promising players. But just that dominant player, the last one to win a grand slam was Andy Roddick, right?
0: Yeah and that right. was a while yep. ago. Two thousand three, so, right? US Open here in New York. Yeah. yeah. So it's just
1: like when is it um, and I truly I, I still I'm I'm not sure what what it is.
0: You mentioned, what, do
1: you, what are your
0: guys' opinion on that? You know, you mentioned Franklin Tiafo. I like his brother too, Francis. Right. Those cats are gonna play. You I, know, those... I You know what? I not Francis. Oh, <laughs> I, 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 I like the I Franklin. I like that too. <laughs> I, I thought this That's... kid's going a little off the menu. I love it. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. But <laughs> Franklin is Franklin is coming on tour. Then. Yeah, year. yeah, he's he's <laughs> I good. I run an article on
2: it. That's why. Oh, I'm, up I I assume that I'm a huge fan of Franklin's too. So let me ask yeah. you a question: Is it Tiafo or Tiafoe? I, I've always, you know, I say
1: Tiafoe, and okay. I've never been corrected, so okay. I'm not sure though.
2: Okay, what's yeah. Tiafo then? Yeah, yeah. 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 So, was, that yeah. always gets me. I'm always listening to different announcers say say the name differently. And I'm kind of like, no, wait a minute, I just heard, you know, two seconds ago it was, uh, Tiafoe, yeah. and now I hear yeah. So Rachel Stolman says Tiafo. Right? Yeah, there we go. It's kind of like <laughs> Safin and Safin. Yeah, right.
0: kind of like that country in East Africa. Is it Tanzania or Tanzania or right. Tanzania? Right. I mean, it's and just kind of like local. Tiafoe, like cannot be the hardest tennis player's name to pronounce. Yeah. Oh, there's, <laughs> all the there's much tougher, tougher tough ones, names. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> much tougher. Um, let's mm-hmm. move into, let's go back to broadcasting for a moment. You mentioned the Toss-Up Show um, and how it is clearly leading to more uh, some more camera rolls for you. Uh, tell us about some broadcasters you admire.
1: You know, I really like looking at some of the um, females in the um, broadcasting order. I like Carrie Champion a lot and, um, And let's see, I met—I actually met one of the uh, Taylor Rooks. I met her at a um, Raptors game. Where was it? Was a uh, it was a playoffs game in Philadelphia, and I met her there in one of the lounges. And she was so nice, and I always kind of liked what she was doing. She had her own new show on ESPN, so it was good to kind of talk to her. And so it's a few, you know, like I said, I didn't go to. I didn't go to broadcast journalism school, so I've kind of just really, really paid attention and watched a lot of um, you know, ESPN and broadcasting yeah. and taken what I like most about each of the um, hosts and just kind of tried to I emulate mean, like that in what I do did, did,
2: while did, did, keeping
1: my own personality.
2: Have you been watching videos? Or are you going to classes to, to, to study broadcasting? Yeah, no, broadcasting? I've been watching
1: a lot of videos. Yeah. Uh, you know, something that's really helped me um, speak more, uh, or speak a little bit better is doing the radio. Yeah. And that kind of just fell in my lap over the summer, early in the summer. Um, excuse me. They had me on to talk about some of the tournaments in the summer. It's this local station. And so I did that, and... I could kind of contribute about all the topics they had about sports i love sports it's something easy that's always just come easy to me talking about it paying attention to it right. so um they had me on for the next show and then they said well why don't you why don't we work something out and you come every week so we
2: that's a weekly I'd weekly gig every week since did you talk about locals you know st louis like the cardinals or the blues yeah
1: but we talk about everything every sport so I gotta make sure that I know everything going on, like in the NFL and the NBA. And honestly, that's ha- helped me a whole lot. Just being able to talk um, about all different situations in sports, um, and kind of just knowing what's going on around, you know, all of it. So that's been pretty cool, and that's definitely helped me.
2: What what, uh, what sport do you like besides tennis? The great game. You know, what, what sport do you really like to talk about?
1: I really like talking about um, football, the NFL. I like that. I like uh, the NBA as well. Um, Obviously, St. Louis being a hockey and baseball town, I really, really enjoyed talking about the Blues and the Cardinals. They both had phenomenal years. Great Um, great seasons, yeah. that was really fun.
2: Is St. Louis more of a Cardinals town, or is it more of a Blues town?
1: I know. Well, in my opinion, it's a baseball city. And this year, with... The success of the Blues—it's definitely, I would say, just as much a hockey city. Like everyone, uh, everyone's saying it was a Blues Christmas. Everyone is getting Blues gear and all, yeah. and all the, um, you know, the fun stuff that comes along with the championship. It, I mean, it was a celebration here all summer.
2: I think wow. the, I think the Stars—we got you ready for the Stanley Cup. You know? That's right. We, we we had we had you all, but uh, unfortunately, oh, yeah. we let we let the, the Blues. Uh, you know, the slip away and uh, then win the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I knew that. Right. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> right. We're, we're <laughs> we, very nice in That, that was an overtime, I believe, wasn't it? It, that, it that's was correct. the longest. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, we're, we're hockey fans here. We're, we're sports fans yeah. as well as uh, tennis fans. We, we can uh, talk a lot of different things. Uh, I like to talk baseball, uh Love baseball and Cardinals took took uh, took us uh, about World Series. World Series, yeah, a couple, yeah, Texas, a couple yeah. Of years ago. Yeah, that you're wasn't... getting the better of us. Yeah. But, well, let's uh, let's uh,
0: go back to tennis yeah. for a quick moment. You went to you're part of the WTCA Women's Tennis Coaches Association. Uh, did you go to the conference in New York recently?
1: No, I did not. Okay. I went a couple years ago. What an experience! Uh, Sarah Stone's amazing. They yeah. do a really, really great job, um, and that—that's just a great organization to be a part of.
0: I'm glad that you're a part of it. Yeah. Hey, did you get to? Of course, you—you you met and hung around with Sarah Stone, but did you get to meet Billie Jean King or Pam Shriver or any of the big huge names? You know, I did it, oh. and
1: it's, a couple of my friends did. I'm, I'm jealous. They got to meet her. She's such so inspiring, and I always—I always would remember when I was playing how she would say. Pressure is a privilege. Oh, I love that That's
0: quote. Something that definitely stuck with me. Yeah.
2: So she's iconic. Love it, love it. Was there any? Was it? Was there one takeaway maybe from from the conference that you might share with the audience? Oh,
1: Gosh, a couple of years ago, I I really, I, I truly, it was a great conference. I can't remember some.
2: some no, just networking. I can't remember. Probably just networking with all the ladies up there. I'm sure there were what several hundred <laughs> right. up there in attendance. In New York City. Yeah, it was
1: fun because uh, I ran into, actually, one of my assistant coaches from college. She, oh, cool. She was there, and, and then uh, one of her former players was there, so the three of us kind of hung out the whole time. That was really fun, and just meeting everyone else that was involved and, and one uh, dedicated specifically to women is pretty cool, too.
0: What a blast, yeah. Well, um, yeah. let's switch gears to uh, um, overall yeah. sort of uh, social fun stuff. Um, kind of a rapid fire. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, no need to dig really deep in these, Rachel, but uh, we just wanted to talk music, films, that kind of stuff. Um, so, Craig, take it away. Let's talk. Uh, okay. we, sometimes we call this rapid fun. fire
2: or yeah. reflex volley. So, again, go quick. This is kind of fun. First band you saw in concert?
1: In Sync.
2: In sync, really?
1: Yes, and I'm ab- still obsessed
0: with them. I love them. Uh,
2: Where'd you uh, see them, at? Where was that, St. Louis?
1: It was yeah, here in St. Louis. I was like eight.
0: I, I must tell you, I I did um, uh, what's the good word? I did profile her as a boy band fan. Yeah, I yeah. guess. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Sorry, <laughs> in sync. That Gosh. is hilarious. Wow. I, I would have, I would have thought in sync. You know, thinking that maybe maybe a rap group. You know, maybe Eminem or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I know.
1: no in sync for yeah. sure. Yeah, okay. when
2: she when she um, when she gave me a little
0: flack for some rock music behind you know underneath her tennis video, I thought I think I,
2: I'll go boy band. But let's ask, yeah. right? J- Justin That's Timberlake, good. right? Maybe maybe some good J T. Yeah. All right, if you could hear yeah. a bit. okay. So you, if you could hear any band. What band would it be? Do you really like? You know, what city, what venues, and you know, that kind of thing. Where, where would I
1: don't know. I I don't know. I I do like music. It's not. I'm not like a huge concert person. I don't like oh, going no. to, to places that have like large crowds. I would. I, I guess I would say I do like Drake a lot, and I hear Drake? he's great in concerts. So okay. if I had to see one, it would probably be him, which probably isn't like the most. Your favorite
2: answer ever? Bro. No, no. no. <laughs> it's great. We, we, I always find it interesting to hear what people are thinking and, and what who they like and kind of what's on their playlist. What do you have on your playlist? Like if you're working out, who yeah. do you work out? Oh to? yeah, cool. I have.
1: Um, uh, I listen to rap music. That's kind of what um, brought up to yeah. a, in high school and college. That's kind of all that was played in the in the weight rooms. So I, I do listen to rap music. I like Future. Is one of my favorites. Future's
0: um, amazing. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, Drake. So just kind of, I
2: guess, definitely the rap category. Love it. Okay, I can go back with Debbie Harriet you know, way back in the end. That uh, was an early Rondi, <laughs> early rapper from New York. Yeah, right. <laughs> from, from the from friends the indie, sorry. with Fab Five Freddy. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, bad reference. Nope. Uh, anyway, okay. Now, here, here's this will tell us about your personality a little bit. If if you're in a band and you know you can play any instrument, do anything, would you be the lead singer? Lead guitarist, drummer, keyboards, or bass guitarist.
1: And if, and that's if I literally could, if I actually yeah. had the talent if, or skill yeah. set.
2: Yes. Yes. If you could, oh, who would lead you like to be? Singer
1: for sure.
2: You'd be the what? Singers. Singer, lead singer. All right, <laughs> I figured front that. Yes, I don't, I don't, I don't have a voice for that, so I couldn't do that.
1: But if I did have it, I would love
2: to. No, that that, that tells us a lot about most most yeah. people in the tennis biz. If you get to this point, I think we're we're pretty frontmen. So Occasionally,
0: kind of... we'll get a drummer in this
2: question. We've never gotten a bassist yet. <laughs> nope. And we do
0: get lead guitar and lead singer.
2: Yep. So, yeah. you're, you're right so we're right there. We're right there with you. <laughs> All right. So let, let's shift a little bit. Uh, favorite movie? What's your movie? What What do you watch? I
1: like action movies. Uh, I definitely like those Bourne movies with uh-huh. Jason Bourne. Oh. I like those. Um, some Batman, some, some scary ones like The Departed is good. I like those kind of crazy movies like you, that.
0: It, it, if you say The Departed, you can't say The <laughs> R, right? you got to say depatted. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny <laughs> with the accent. Well, speak, speaking of accents, um, do you do any impressions? Like, I'd love to hear your Serena. <laughs>
1: I'm so bad at it, and like I just went and visited my little sister in Boston
0: uh-huh.
1: um, the other day, or I guess a couple weekends ago, and that I took him to a Patriots game. My dog, oh, okay. my uh, my little sister, her fiance, and my cousin. I took him to a Patriots game. They were playing the Chiefs. It was so funny because in the. Uh, background like of all my snaps and stuff all these guys had these Boston accents oh, so I was Boston. trying to imitate it but I was so bad <laughs> I was yeah. so bad like I, w- I wouldn't even be able to imitate it how, how
0: long how so. long were you in Boston
1: I was just there for a couple of days it was a weekend it was a fun little kind of it was yeah. freezing but it was fun to kind of see that how they did Christmas over there
0: and, and yeah. also experience uh, that Gillette Stadium. That was pretty it. cool. Whenever I, I love going to sporting events. Whenever I'm in Boston, I try to count how many times that weekend I'll hear the letter R. It's usually single digits, One right? One time,
2: yeah. Okay. <laughs> I <bet>. Very low. <laughs> did, did you yeah. did, did you venture over to Fenway? Just happened to uh, go by uh, the baseball field? I know you were there for the we Patriots. We didn't. We
1: drove by the Celtics and the uh, Bruins place, but not the um,
2: Fenway. Not Fenway? Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay, another question. All right. uh, what do you enjoy doing? Cooking, eating, drinking, all the above? Yeah. Of the three. Of the three. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, just those three. I was going to tell you what I enjoy oh, doing.
2: No, keep going. Keep going. <laughs> no, keep, we'll, we'll, we'll add a fourth. Go to it. Gosh, I don't know. I, I,
1: um, I guess in my free time, what I like to do is... Um, you know, hang with family and friends for sure. Okay. I'm not like a huge foodie. Yeah. Uh, which I guess is kind of strange, but if it, you know, if it's good, I'll like it for sure.
2: <laughs> well, I, did, I didn't see but, a lot of pictures of food on Instagram, so that's good. I know.
1: I know it's so weird. Um, you know, I don't really have a, a favorite food or whatever. I love. Uh, what do I, I? like doing. I like working out. I like uh, drawing. That's a hidden talent of oh, oh, mine. Really? I can draw really, okay. really well. Yeah. Um,
2: so what do you draw? So that's pretty fun. What do you draw? Just out of curiosity, what do you, do you like um, portraits or?
1: Yeah, the last thing that, I drew this really cool, a couple really cool kind of Mizzou themed pictures and then uh, I drew these cool kind of like um, name. So so I would draw these names for my cousins, their names, and then in between the letters I would put uh, a character that they like, like Disney princesses. So I'd draw mm. that out or like a little uh, mascot or something, i draw that out and that's, uh, Those that, that turned out pretty cool. And then, um, let's see, I drew a couple of tennis courts recently and a uh, nativity scene. And my favorite uh, medium is color pencil on black paper.
0: Black, black paper. paper, good, good. Yeah. yeah. So, so
1: if someone asks if I trace, I'm like, how
0: can I trace on black paper? On black, no way, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah. and what, what colors are you using on black, like yellow, gold, silver?
1: Oh, all of them. I, I have a really, a pretty cool, like, Prisma color set, uh-huh. and it's it's just, like, hundreds of colored pencils, and that's they great. make they make it pretty easy, because there are so many different colors to choose from.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You ought to post a yeah. picture. That'd be kind of yeah, cool. Yeah, we'd love to see that. Yeah. I know. I should post them, uh, yeah. and I, I do want to draw more, and that's kind of one of my goals for 2020, is just to not kind of waste the talent, you know? Yeah. Yep. yeah, no, no that's I that's could, really cool. Good, use that. All right, now we got the got the big question here. This yep. is this is always the the uh, showstopper here. All right, so if you had four people you could invite to dinner, who who would you invite? Now you oh, can okay. invite more than four, but you say you got to have a minimum of four. So four people. Right. We've we'll, we've we've gotten all sorts of esoteric answers on this. I thing. know. I
1: literally feel like I just like I'm gonna answer and then I'm gonna be like, shoot, I should have said this. Or I should have said this.
2: That's this, part of the fun. You know? kid. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who, who's Rachel Stillman have over? Yeah.
1: Oh gosh, like anyone,
0: like yeah. dead or alive.
1: Oh dead yeah, alive.
2: yeah. You yeah. can go. You yeah. can dig into the past.
0: Yes. Or dig into the future. Oh my gosh, you guys, this is too hard. Dinner for five, Rachel's yeah. house.
1: <laughs> I'm, okay, I would want I would want my grandpa that I never got to meet. I would want him. Oh, very nice. To be nice. There. I like it. Um. I.
2: Would love
0: to say Serena, but for- oh no! If they... Oh, yeah. Let's um, call her back. Let's do that one again. Oh, let's tell the folks at sorry. home. Sorry,
2: sorry for a second. Technical difficulties. We'll get her back. We're having a good time. Oh, wow, that call failed. Wow, what happened there? That? While I'm calling oh, Matt, I, I you wonder, keep him entertained. Hello, everybody. We were having a great conversation with Rachel Stollman. Uh, we lost her. That's the first time we've ever lost somebody.
0: Yeah, that's an odd uh, quirk of the cell phone I, I wonder, business. I wonder if
2: that's... Uh, wow. That is, that is really crazy. Yeah. That is really something that... Uh, um, Here's let's try it again. Well, I wonder why that's doing that.
0: let's keep them entertained. I'll yep. keep trying this yep well maybe
2: sh- should uh well y- you don't have uh boy, that is really crazy. yep, well, we're having a great conversation anyway, so I don't know what happened. Maybe her phone Did her phone maybe run out of juice or something maybe? I think I think it has something to do with this. Maybe she's getting to the uh, or, or it's something
0: uh, in the air here. I, I'll walk wanna, around we'll, a bit. Okay. And, uh, well, I'll
2: keep going. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah. or we
0: can grill each other a little bit because I know the the people at home always love a chilling and grilling episode. Right.
2: Yeah, we can uh, stop for a second. That's yeah. kind of. I wonder if that's like I said. I'm just interested to see if. Oh, let's let's just. I'll just keep trying okay. and uh, let's soldier on with uh, grilling each other a little. Okay, bit. Okay. Now we were talking about. Yeah. I know the Davis Cup. That was one of the things that we wanted to talk about.
0: I uh, folks at home, I've got my Davis Cup jersey right. on here. Right. It happens to be co-branded at the Net Podcast too. Sure. We were. Uh, four of the past four guests have been not happy with the uh, the changes to the Davis Cup. Right. Uh, This is a vintage, uh, it's actually, I ripped it off an old Deodora sweatshirt. I used to wear that head to toe. And uh, four out of four of of our latest guests are disillusioned with it. I was, I must admit, Craig, I know you're a traditionalist. Yes. I'm more um, like, hey, if, if the people's attention span is dwindling and they want two out of three and they want World Cup style where everybody's in the same city, let's keep the home in a ways. I was willing to give it a go. And it sounds like it was a failure because minimal
2: people in the stands and minimal people watching. Because you know, my, my big thing is, I, I wouldn't have minded the change. I just wanted to see what was going on, and I couldn't. You there, Rachel? I couldn't find it. You know, so it was really kind of crazy to to see that uh, we couldn't find the Davis Cup. Do we almost have her? Yeah, almost got her back. We're getting close, but Davis Cup to me is really disappointing. I mean, it was just something that uh, I, I do like. The team aspect. Hey, I we do, can.
0: What happened there? I wonder. What
2: I do like, uh, yeah. like uh, it being well, played in the country. I'm happy we back a, and I'll, I'll put you
0: back on. We've been talking about Davis Cup a little yeah. bit. I'm wearing a kind of a vintage Davis. Oh,
2: call it, failed. Wow. Yeah. Almost at her again. Well, the joys of technical difficulties. So, we are actually watching some tennis, but still, Davis Cup to me, I think they could be so much better. The ITF, I think, kind of whiffed on that. They took several billion dollars in order to. Uh, to. Uh, I mean, I'm trying to
0: support Rakuten, and I like Harard yeah. Piquet. Yeah. I, I like the idea. I was very progressive and, uh, and hoping it would work. But mm-hmm. let's, you know, you know how they did the transition tour sure. changes, and then they went back on it eight months later? Sure. Let's hope something gets refined with the Davis Cup. I obviously like best of 5 and home and aways and all yeah. that but maybe they'll do that for the first round again and we'll see how it goes for the real deal for the finals at the end cuz there is something neat about everybody in one place. Yeah. I realize that um, that hurts the smaller countries who used to get sure. to host and now they don't. And of course my joke is that it's not really Davis Cup anymore. It's Copa Davis de Viste Madrid. Yes, You
2: know, it's like it's a little different. Right. Well, Python's asking a question. This is the first time a call has dropped off the podcast on us. And yes, it that, is. That it is, is the, the first,
0: first time. Well, we almost put up the Native American, uh, yeah, the, 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 the beep, the, the. We the are chief. experiencing
2: technical difficulties.
0: <laughs> but... But my friends, <coughs> Rachel is back, and yep. we'll get back to our pop culture segment. Give us just a moment. We're, we'll go speaker. There we go. All right. And, Rachel, welcome back. Yep. People at home, I know you yep. love Craig. She missed me. Uh, I know you love Craig. I know you love me. Yep. But uh, we're going to be happily back with Rachel in, Here in a 2nd
2: We're going to get her. Because so we were having a great conversation. I know it, we, we can talk. But We're back. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, Rachel Stillman back in the You're studio. Back. All right. Hi, guys. All right.
0: Oh, there we go. Oh, we've lost her. Let's wind it down, and uh, we will catch up with Rachel, and hopefully we'll do a second episode with her, Yeah. uh, as we will with a lot of our guests like Wayne Bryan, like Tom Gullickson, like Johan Creek. Yep. Um, So, uh, oh, Mariana Puerta, French Open preview coming up. He'll be back again at the net with us. He will. He will. So we have all these Part 2s coming, and uh, hopefully we (laughs) improv nicely on the technical difficulties. We're all very... Very uh, Disappointed. <laughs> disappointed, sorry.
2: Yeah, that's the first time. You yeah, know. first it's gotta time. It's got to be a first, but, you know, we, we're trying. Try one more time. I want to see. You if, bet. Let's try one more time. Oh, here's Rachel calling us. Let's see, let's see if we can get her. Rachel is back. I have no idea why he keeps failing.
0: Well, I'm right. happy you're... Oh, no, that, she's no longer back.
2: Oh, wow. We thought she was back. We're trying. Yeah. We, we are definitely trying. She's trying. She's enjoying the conversation. Yeah, well... Well, should we just Let's wind
0: it down Let, let us do um, consider Revisiting Davis Cup yep. And some of the politics of tennis We'll chill and we'll grill each other Bye. On February 5th uh, Sorry, January 5th. January 5th coming up yep. uh, January 12th we'll have a couple of guests uh, We'll have Matt Bacon and Ozzy Sean Sean Zemanek and that'll be one of our Australian Open preview shows. We'll have Johan Creek coming up. He has won the Australian Open twice, so that's going to be a good uh, Aussie Open preview. We're
2: getting a text from Rachel saying that uh, no idea what's going on. Keeps Keep saying, fail, call, everything is good yeah. on my end. You know, that's a that's, uh, try one more. God, you ooh. bet.
0: You bet. I'll Boy. try one more time.
2: Boy, that that's uh, unbelievable that technology is uh, is is like that. Are we there? You're there. Oh, that's fine. Let's just
0: roll. Let's just uh, okay. let's just roll with the last few questions, everybody. There we go.
2: Okay, you're back. Huh. Okay. Well, All right, Rachel. You know, that's the first time that's ever happened. We had a question like that. That uh, is that the first time? Yeah, in 25 episodes, that's the first time we've had. Yeah, it's so
1: strange because it kept saying call failed. Oh, Same, yeah. Here. Yeah.
2: Same here. Same here. But, okay. but anyway, okay, we were talking about the four people that you invite to do. You said your grandfather is one that you hadn't met. Who are the other people that you might... I
1: know, I wanted to say Serena, but for whatever reason, I feel like I... Might have dinner with her in the future or something. Her and her team, hopefully. So I don't want to sure. waste one on
0: her. You will, you will. That's a real deal, yeah. Her and little right. junior So, so, uh, shoot,
1: I don't know. I, I, you know what, guys, that's too hard of a question. I gotta go. To the next. I, one. I
0: appreciate that, but the the people at home need to know this whole called failed technical difficulties was a ruse to give her more time to think of an answer. I know, that's but that's, that's it's still she did. That. So it truly was. It. I mean, and that was only ten improv classes I took. Yeah. You know, back in the nineties.
2: We'll let you think on that. We'll have you come back. Yeah, that's will Yeah, well, I'll
1: okay, have, yeah, well, have
2: to come back. Okay. We'd love that, All right, a yeah. couple more questions here. Yeah. All right, East Coast, West Coast. Are you an East Coast person or a West Coast person?
1: I love the East Coast. I've been spending a lot of time in L.A. recently, and it's been growing on me. But
0: I do love the East Coast a lot. That New York area, Boston, all that. Interesting. Th- that question means even more because she is from the middle of sure. the country. So right. she, her opinion kind of means more than right. somebody like me who's from the sides, you know? Right. Yeah. So, are you a
2: mountains or a beach person?
1: I'm indecisive can you guys tell well,
0: no. we can, we can love, feel it <laughs> I
2: do love
1: uh, I do love you know enjoying some time on the beach um, but I also love going to the mountains and hanging out in the snow because you guys know I like the cold
2: Definitely. but there's nothing you...
1: like a nice beach
2: yeah. yeah No. I'm in Key West year round that's the you are uh, yeah, no, yeah
1: you love Key West oh. you so and Hemingway all. yeah
2: that's right uh, Maybe yeah. I went there
1: when I was little
2: yeah. you did down to Key mm-hmm. West you were in Key West
1: Yeah, yeah. My my grandparents had a place there, so I I remember. All I remember is finding
0: a coconut and drawing a face on it. That's my memory. That's adorable. Hey, uh, speaking of cold and hot and east and west and all that, indoor tennis or outdoor tennis? Indoor. I knew you'd say. That's my favorite. I mean, when you're six feet tall and you serve huge, you probably like to be inside
2: at high altitude. (laughs) Oh yeah.
1: I, yeah, I love I love a fast court, especially indoors.
2: Yeah. So Yeah, we okay. tell from the vids, yeah. What's your favorite season? Do you like summer, fall, winter, spring? What's your fall favorite fall
1: and winter. Fall and winter fall, for winter. sure. I like cold,
2: cold weather. Uh-huh. Since you're from St. Louis likes St. Louis. that likes that nip in the air. Yeah. Favorite yeah, holiday. Exactly. What's your favorite holiday?
1: Christmas, for sure. I like I like Christmas and Thanksgiving a lot. So nice. definitely this time of year
0: consistent with the fall winter theme that's good right uh, <laughs> yeah.
1: october hey, november december my favorite month
0: hey, and what was your first racket when you started back in the 90s oh, right yeah,
1: i saw that question yeah. um i don't remember but i remember at a young age i used the dunlap until i was uh switched over to prince when uh-huh. i was like 12 and since then i've been using prince my whole life
0: yeah, Prince. Yeah. All right, let's go to uh, what was your? You had so many moments in tennis, but what was your most embarrassing moment in tennis? <laughs>
1: so this this is funny, but we were playing at Mizzou. We were playing at Florida, who was number one at the time, um, and big crowd, and just a real cool experience. And my doubles partner and I, we were playing a match, and we were we were winning, and we. I hit literally, like, you know how you just remember some of the best shots of your life? I hit one of the best shots of my life. Like, I was running, I was sprinting off the court, was pulled way out wide on the outside, so I was sprinting off the court to hit a backhand, I hit this, like, backhand winner right through the middle of them, and uh, I remember, like, I was so excited. I turned around really fast to kind of, like, I guess like kind of celebrate like just kind of jump up yeah. and like I just I didn't realize I was like so far off the court that I like hit the fence like really hard like it, I just remember it kind of like. taking my breath away, like knocking me out kind of because I was like so excited. Uh So that was definitely like a little bit embarrassing.
2: I'm sure. That's cool. Did (laughs) did anybody know that that was an embarrassing moment? Did some people look at you kind of like Then you Yeah, a
1: couple people on the stands I think were like, what just happened? (laughs) And my doubles partner was just like laughing really hard. (laughs) I had like a bruise for sure.
2: What's your favorite (laughs) tournament? What's your favorite (laughs) tournament?
1: I think nothing beats the U.S. Open. Uh, I really would love to check out Indian Wells this year Uh, since I hear that, you know, a lot of people who have been to all the tournaments, they're their favorites, so I'd love to see that. Uh, Wimbledon is just special because it's the tradition and all that that goes into it, Um, and I've yet to see the French and Australian in person, but right now for me, I do love that U.S. Open.
0: Yeah, The Australian's the only yep. one I haven't been to, and CB really? gets to go to the Australian yep. Open in about three or four weeks. Come join us. Yeah. Oh, my gosh,
2: that's awesome. That yeah. is coming right up. Yeah, yeah. I've been to all four. So I've, that's I've, right. Been, You've I've, been to the Australian too, yeah. Right. That's right, yep. I've been down there five years ago. It was a lot of fun to, uh, to go. Um, so if you could win a Grand Slam, which one would it be? If you could win a Slam. Yeah,
1: It would be the U.S. Open just because, um, at, you know, home court. Yeah. Um, but if I had to pick a second one, because I
2: feel like that's a boring answer, I would say Wimbledon for yeah. the tradition. Yeah. Uh, who would you pay to watch, former or current? Who would you pay to watch play tennis? You can go way back in the archives, or you can just say somebody current. Oh, that's so tough. Um, so we ask good questions. Yeah, we ask. We go a little I deeper. I know. I'm
1: like, I don't know. <laughs> um, I, since I've seen so much, oh. so much of the current tennis, I would want to see a little bit of the old school. Yeah. But that's just because of that reason, you know? That's a hit, tough hit, one.
0: Hit us with some old school names.
1: Oh, oh, okay, so uh, I'm very, very close with um, Jimmy Connors' family since they're from Belleville. Illinois, St. Louis, is right, right. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So so I'm friends with Jimmy Connors' nephew and niece. They're good friends of mine. Oh, cool. and so. I like him. I randomly like have met a lot of the old school players in my life. Like it's just weird how it's happened. Like I met John Newcomb. I met Roy Emerson. I met. I played a match with Jim Courier and John McEnroe. We were playing. Uh, I was, it was like right when I was getting recruited, and McEnroe and Courier came in town, and I was called, and they said we play this mini exhibition match yeah. with them with another up and coming player. So I played that. So
0: I met both of them. Um. It's funny, Rachel. The Fred Stollie, Fred Stollie, the fiery one. Yeah, it's funny. The moment you mentioned Jim Courier, that's who's on the TV behind us. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Nice timing. Yeah. yeah. So you mentioned fiery Fred Stollie.
1: Yeah, God, that was so funny. I literally was in Sun Valley and like in the line, in like a line in this like deli, and and he saw I was wearing tennis clothes. I literally had no idea who he was, and we just got to talking and told me who he was and I was just like obviously so stunned I was like what are you doing out here and he was yeah you know, I think he had a place out there and, and he was and I actually ended up playing some doubles with him
0: excellent I, I bet yeah. he could still volley
1: yeah he was really good Yeah, really
0: really good I mean
2: his, his last name rhymes with volley so you know it's, and he's really, a strong it's, it. it's in the <laughs> DNA right. favorite tennis player ever favorite tennis player now
1: I say Rafael
0: Nadal
2: Oh, well, Arthur. Yeah, I love him. He's always been my favorite
0: since well, I've Well, Rachel, younger. It, would be, uh, <laughs> it would be a pleasure to uh, play with you one day, no? My coach, uh, Carlos Moyer, Uncle Tony, <laughs> <laughs> they tell me to work hard and I expect the same from you as if we play Mixed doubles one day, no? Uh, be a lot oh, of gosh. Fun. <laughs> You're good with the impressions.
2: <laughs> I was trying to get Serena out of you, but uh, okay. <laughs> well, we, have a, we have a couple of more. We, we've, we've kept them in the archives. So he, yeah. he does. He does quite a few. <laughs> I don't do any. I'm not very good at anything. I don't even know why <laughs> he has to do. Are you kidding? You're the best, man. All right. Uh, any superstitions or rituals when yeah. you? Yeah. Are, are you superstitious, superstitious or yeah.
0: only a little stitious?
1: Uh, I was. Uh, I would say it was like kind of medium there. I. I. After my biggest win in my career, I had to listen to like the same song that I listened to before that match. Like. After- after that match, uh, for all the matches that I played, I had to listen to that before. I always had to eat a banana before the match. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, I always, it was just kind of like what I ate. Um, and then it was kind of like what I would have on court, like a water bottle and a gatorade, right, kind of like yeah.
0: Rafa. Yeah, you got to, uh, uh, you know, we have to have all the labels facing forward. Right? No, it's uh, very, very, very important, these rituals, no?
1: Yeah, and so it, it just depended on the day. Like sometimes, if I was playing and I want a good point with a certain ball, I'd want the ball back. Like,
0: <laughs> hey, so that that music, that, that song that was the same every time was that Future, Lil Wayne, who was no, it? No, it was it was Young Jeezy, and I, oh, I don't even
1: really easy, listen to him. Easy. And so I was like, wow, he must be super lucky for me.
0: Yeah, definitely. Oh. I thought I thought we'd hear in sync there, but no. no, it was Jeezy. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. No, instinct was not a pretty match <laughs> Not that much fire up. Not as much. Yeah. All right. <laughs> we got four more questions. Got okay. Four more. Coming down to the okay. stretch. All right. I when, can do this. When you have kids, would you want your kids to play tennis?
1: Oh yeah, without a doubt.
2: Oh yeah. Um, uh, recreationally, Competitive?
1: I, I mean, I always said I always said my kids are getting full rides, but <laughs> honestly, <laughs> like honestly. I would want them to kind of do what they wanted to do, um, and, and kind of, you know, sneak tennis in there and, and try and convince them that it's the best sport.
0: Sure is. Amen. Yeah.
2: What sport yeah. would Okay, so next follow up then, what sport would you have played if it wasn't tennis? If you if you're not As- basketball for basketball. sure. Basketball? Tall, tall kid here. Not volleyball. Yeah. I, I no. was thinking volleyball. I, no, not volleyball. I like, I
1: really, really like the sport of basketball. Um, I like the, I, I think it's pretty similar to volleyball and the options for a professional career after college. Oh, yeah. um, Where you can go overseas, you play in the WNBA. Um, I think that I would have loved to play basketball if yeah. I could. She's
2: a big thinker. See, she's thinking she is. future. Yes. Yeah. Is. yeah. <laughs> <All> right. <laughs> All right, last two questions. We're rounding rounding the stretch here. Yeah. If you wouldn't have been involved in sports, what would you be doing right now?
1: Gosh, isn't that crazy that I, I always think about how every relationship in my life has come from sports. Right. Everyone yeah. I know is because of a sport. So
2: <clears throat> Would you I'm be not a part of sure.
1: if sports was out of the question completely, I bet you I would have stuck with like something in the art world, like drawing or something.
0: Uh, yep. Yet another reason we're gonna bug her a little bit to yeah. send us a photo <laughs> of uh, of a sketch, and I I kind of want it to be Missouri Tigers, the gold yeah. on the black. Yeah, we want to see that. But, on Instagram. Whatever you do, You're whatever right. you do. Oh yeah,
2: I'll send you guys
1: a, I'll send you guys
2: a picture of my sketch. Yeah, no, we'd love to. Yeah. Let's see what what you got going. I'm sure it's probably really good. I can I can yeah. imagine that. Did, did were you were you uh, trained, or did you just pick this up on your own?
1: Um, you know, when I was little, I took some art lessons. I remember, um taken some like after school or something yeah. like that um, and so I just remember learning a lot and just kind of having a good eye and like a steady hand for that kind of stuff and since then I just really like I like going to art museums and I like kind of you know just drawing and stuff I just don't do it a lot
0: Yeah, well yeah. let's let's hit our last question um, okay. this takes some thought uh, if you were the sometimes we say commissioner but in your case if you're the queen of tennis and you had your scepter in your hand um, what change or changes would you make To the great game of tennis and, uh, and why Okay
1: I'm so sorry I missed the very
0: first part of that Well question. if you were the queen of tennis And you could wave your magic scepter And uh, change anything about the game Whether it's the social aspects The marketing Or the uh, formats or the politics of it What would you change to the great game of tennis
1: I would say One of the big things that stands out to me is just kind of like the funding and how it's so hard for players to really make a solid living off of it who aren't in the top 10 or who aren't in the top 50 even. So I would say maybe some of the funding for the tournaments are just uh, something where, you know, it would be more... Of an option for people to play and be successful on tour instead of going through that grind. Do you know what I mean?
0: I do actually. And you know, you're our 25th episode, and I'd have to really count and look at the spreadsheet and all that. But uh, something like eight guests have made a similar comment at the end of the really? show. And one of them is the famous Noah Rubin. So maybe we put okay, you that's together great. with Noah. And we work on a team or a, 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 an economic model that's more sustainable for people ranked outside the top 10 or 20.
1: Right. You I, know. You know, I think that that would definitely be the thing to change about the
0: sport. Well, it's a groundswell. you, Vasek Pospisil, Noah Rubin, quite a few players talk about this. So let, let's get it
2: rolling. We? Well, I noticed that online, uh, I do a little research yeah. from time to time. I write a newsletter that uh, I've been doing about 15 years. And, and the Australian Open... 2020 is actually paying first round losers of uh, qualifying. They're going to pay them 20 grand. I was I was pick, picking wow. that up. So that's the first that's, time. They're up yeah. they're up to 49 million Australian dollars. That's yeah. going to be 20,000 uh, dollars if you lose first round of qualifying. Mm-hmm. I think it's about 80 maybe 90,000 if you get to the first round of main draw. Main draw pressure, yeah. 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 And so I just okay, picked up on awesome. that. That's, that might be a little movement, but uh, I know but, that. But uh, you know,
0: but that's a slam, and there's right. only four of
2: those. That's right. So the
0: other forty something weeks a year, oof, yeah. you know. Yeah. Well, at yeah. least yeah. maybe it's a start. It's What's tri- the
1: price What's the price money of the Australian this year? What is it? Close to five
2: now? Uh, Forty-nine million. So I think it's that the U.S. Open was four, three point nine, I think. Yeah, uh, I'm
0: sure it's six uh, million Australian dollars. It's, it's a- above six million Australian dollars,
2: which would be probably 5 or 4 point something Yeah,
1: that's uh, what I US. thought.
0: That's,
2: that's great. Yeah. How cool. Not yeah. too shabby. Uh, yeah, I wonder if the top people want to do the trickle down economics you know, if, uh, if if you were up at the on the top of the mountain would you want to right. share with the uh, the commoner right. down below? That, right. Yeah. Wasn't, wasn't it something like that where
1: Federer said he kind of wanted something like that and I mean leave it to Fed, you know the nicest guy
2: to want to help the other guys the with the king. Yeah, we call but, him the king here. Yeah, he's the king wanted something I think, I mean he's got what you know, half a billion dollars or a billion dollars. Right. I mean, right. what's he care, right. you know, at this point? Right. yeah, It'd be nice uh, to, to have more tournaments, I think, in the U.S., more more events that uh, people like Rachel Stillman could play. Maybe, yeah. could, you know, if we had – we've lost a lot of – Tournament pro pro events all over the area. Certainly uh, here in the states, San Jose and Memphis come to mind immediately. Yep. Yeah, L A had had a tournament. That's right, Los Angeles. Yeah, L A Open. Uh, oh, that's I've been to that one. Yeah, so wow. I mean, yeah, there's there's a lot of things. I mean, college tennis. Don't get me started because it, it gets Uh-oh. get off my lawn. old man syndrome. We don't want that's for another. Episode. Hey,
0: Rachel's out of town next week. Right. Just you and me next week. And the twelfth, right. we have more guests. So let's cover that then. For right now, everybody, we wanted to say thank you to you listeners, yeah. thank you to you viewers, and thank you to Rachel Stuhlman. What a blast you've yeah. been, young lady.
2: Thank yeah, you. No. Thank you guys so much for having me. Oh, Love no. It. It's been our pleasure. Hopefully you you'll, might want to join us again at the net. Maybe we can get you on a return appearance You know, to uh, chat with us for a little bit.
0: Yeah, we'll keep in touch on tennis, art, and media, and uh, and we will hear from Rachel again soon. Thank you, everybody.
2: So we we appreciate it, Rachel. So we'll we'll be I talking guess, with yeah. you. So all right. Well, Rachel signing off and have a I great did night. did
1: okay for you guys. I hope so.
2: Oh, yeah, it was great. Great show for us. Thank great. you. We appreciate it.
0: Talk okay. soon. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to get a an At the Net podcast cool gift to you uh, pretty soon. on Facebook. Oh, yeah. Oh, cute. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> Before we go here, uh, thanks for listening to season 1 episode 25 of the, At the Net podcast. Be sure to tell a friend or friends as we like your peeps and hopefully they'll like us. Definitely um, Spread that word, right? Yeah, we love that. Yeah, please share. Please share, and that's the tennis news as it seems to us. Seems to us. Good. Good night from Dallas, Texas. Happy New Year, because we, we will have uh, New Year before we uh, come on. It's next true, Sunday. and I'm so happy yeah. we didn't
0: do one of those cheesy year-end episodes tonight. Right. Mm-hmm. This was a blast. Thank you all.
2: We'll do a cheesy uh, beginning of the year that's episode. So. All right. See you all later. Thanks. Thanks. Good night.